and welcome. I am Robert Estrin here at virtualsheetmusic.com with a technique video, how to play repeated notes on the piano. Today we're gonna to explore one of the many Scarlatti sonatas. Uh, Domenico Scarlatti actually wrote over a thousand sonatas for the harpsichord, and they work splendidly on the piano. This is one of his sonatas in D minor, and I chose this sonata because it has a lot of repeated notes. And we're gonna discuss how to play repeated notes on the piano. Well, you know, if you're doing very slow repeated notes, it's no problem. You just play a note and play another note. So what's the issue here? Well, I'm gonna go ahead and play you the piece we're going to be uh, talking about, just the first part, so you get some idea about the complexity and the technical challenge of repeated notes on the piano with something like the Scarlatti Sonata. flavor of this particular Scarlatti Sonata, but I will tell you that there are many Scarlatti Sonatas that have these types of repeated notes, and not just Scarlatti, you'll find them in all sorts of music. So what are the secrets of being able to play fast repeated notes on the piano? Well, there are several techniques that come into play. First of all, it's necessary to play very lightly. Obviously, you can't get that kind of speed, but before you can even approach this, you have to come up with some kind of fingering that facilitates it. So let's start with the fingering, then we can talk about the lightness and the closeness of the keys and other things that enter into the technical execution. So this has got six notes to each measure and the easiest way to achieve that is by playing three, two, one, three, two, one on the repeated notes. So you can see by using three, two, one, it enables you to get much more speed than you possibly could with one finger. As a matter of fact, if I tried to play this with one finger, this is about the fastest I could probably play it. I can't even play, it's impossible. <laughs> you can't possibly play this piece. Now you could try it with other, like one and two, for example. But really, by using more fingers, you open up the possibility for more speed. In some repeated passages, you might even utilize the fourth finger. It depends upon the rhythm, the number of notes, and other factors. But for this Scarlatti Sonata, as in many other repeated uh, passages, using three to one, these are strong fingers. Now, so I talked about the fingering as being fundamental. Yes, you have to work out all the fingering to, to accommodate the notes. Then I talked about lightness and being close to the keys absolutely essential. Now, when practicing slowly, it's necessary to practice the release of notes, or you could end up like this. Now that may seem like an exaggeration, but it really isn't, because that's exactly what will happen to you if the release is not precise. So as you play each note, the previously played fingers must raise high in your slower practice.
Notice, however, that while the fingers are raised high, there is absolutely no arm motion. And this is critical because if you start moving your arm, your wrist, uh, it will get in the way. Watch what I mean. I'm trying to play with a little bit of motion and already I'm missing notes. It's impossible. There's a precision you will get by being precisely over the keys. Now I talked about also the minimal amount of motion. As you increase speed, you must stay closer and closer to the keys. So the lifting up is a minimal amount just to allow the key to come up so it can be depressed again. So how do you practice this? Transitioning from the slow tempo to the fast tempo, I suggest two methods of practice. One is using the metronome, solving the technical problems of fingering and such until you can play with fluidity and easily and perfectly many times in a row at a very slow tempo and then increase the metronome one notch at a time. Now when doing this, you shouldn't necessarily work on a large section because if you work on too long a section, it might take too long to get the transition to the faster tempo. So just take a little bit, maybe the first four measures, and work them out one notch at a time with the metronome. Once you get the feel of playing the repeated notes at a faster speed, it will actually translate to other sections and you may not have to start as slowly for subsequent sections you practice. All right? So these are some of the techniques. Now there's another technique you can use aside from the gradual slow metronome work, which is just try playing the first three notes. And work on that until you can just bounce those off faithfully, equally in volume and duration. And then try to do it twice in a row. Once you do that cleanly, then you have the next set. And you put those together. Then you can add the left hand. You could even hesitate between measures just for practice in the beginning to go and then make the hesitation shorter until the hesitation is barely perceptible, if not perceptible at all, rhythmically, yet you're thinking it, the change of the hand position over the new set of keys. So these are multiple ways you can work for repeated notes, not just for Scarlatti, but all your music. To recap, use good fingering. Find a fingering that utilizes as many fingers as possible in a logical fashion. Secondly, practice slowly at first, making sure the release of notes are clean. As you increase speed, use the metronome one notch at a time, getting closer and closer to the keys as the speed increases. You can also practice sectionally, practicing just three note groups or four note groups, depending upon the context, and connecting groups together. I hope this has been helpful in solving some technical challenges in repeated notes in Scarlatti and other composers. Thanks for joining me, Robert Estrin, here at virtualsheetmusic.com.